We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Rotowire DFS show. I'm Adam's Drug, joined by Ryan Belangi and George. Oh, Jack Burkhart is here. We had a late scratch. Uh, this was this was a bono situation from over the <laughs> World Cup, in which uh, Jordan's dealing with uh, he's dealing with some customer service issues on his end. Um, but we got Jack instead. He's here. We're talking a four game slate in the Premier League, guys. I. Uh, you were both on the Champions League midweek shows. Ryan got a King of the Pitch ticket, middle of the week, Manchester City slate. Uh, we do not have Manchester City on this slate, so that is that is a welcome sight. But uh, welcome in, Ryan, Jack. How are we feeling going into going yeah, to Saturday? thanks. Didn't, didn't uh, quite get a King of the Pitch ticket. I tied with Redcoat. I see a guy in the chat, oh, Jacob. Our tiebreaker right, right. is March 7th. Of course, it's a Chelsea slate, Chelsea, Dortmund, and Benfica, Bruges, but feeling good about that. Anyways, got a, got a ticket the week before, had a had a nice day in Europa League yesterday, first and second in the main slate and second in the 180. I think I took like $4,000 out of the 8K purse, so eight lineups took half the total purse out of the main slate. That was, that was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, forget about me. We're just we're a usual joined. show where Ryan talks about his winnings. Nothing no, new no, here. must be we're, nice. We're, jo- <laughs> we're joined by, I mean, we're joined by the soccer DFS writer of the year. Yes. Jack. So, so oh. that's nice. And, uh, you know, I was hoping to lean on Jordan a little bit for this slate. I haven't looked at it as much as I'd like to, but we're going to have to lean on Jack instead. All right. Well, I'll do my best. And thanks, Ryan. Yeah, it was, uh, I didn't expect to win. I started here in August, but I mean, it's a great honor. And uh, I don't know. I think we have the best subscriber base. It's fun to do this for you all. So, I mean, thank you all for making this worth doing. Yeah, I was ready to have an, an argument about, I don't know, someone on this slate with Jordan, but someone else is going to have to. I'll do it. Okay, good. Jack's up here. So we we'll got figure this... it out. Yeah, we got this four gamer. Arsenal, biggest favorite, highest implied goal total. That match at Leicester City is over three goals. The other three matches are under 2.7 implied goals. And we have the other three teams, the other three matches, we have home favorites. West Ham, home against Nottingham Forest, favorite. Leeds, home against Southampton, favorite. Everton, home against Aston Villa, favorite. So how much 
I mean, I just mentioned that, but I guess my initial question here is, is how much is too much Everton uh, in a home match against Aston Villa uh, for cash games? We have, we have all these guys that are kind of in this mid range. Um, also, I guess I, I didn't mention here. So I was off the midweek shows and DraftKings has moved back to midfield slash forward eligibility. So dual eligibility is back. Um, are they just messing with us right now? What, like what, what's going on here? They're, they're keeping us on our toes. I mean, they seem to be going back and forth. The <laughs> Europa League yesterday, it was not there. Um, the Champions oh, League, it, it was there. So it's like, yeah. I don't yeah, know. we have the funny thing on this slate, like Saka is midfield only, but then we got Iwobi, who is midfield slash forward. So it's just all these stupid minor things that, make you question like what exactly they're doing over there. But um, we just, we just move along here. Um, but back to the, back to Everton here, we have Maupay 6,600. Uh, Cal- Calvert-Lewin is still out. Um, we have McNeil at 7,400 and we have Iwobi at 6,500. Is, is Dwight McNeil home against Aston Villa a cash lock as a forward? Oh, man. I don't really think anyone is a lock necessarily at forward. I think it's kind of like the toughest position for me to dissect in cash games. But I think it's untenable to spend up for some of the most expensive options. If you're looking at, I mean, Damari Gray doesn't even start anymore for some reason. Um, Gabrielle Martinelli is liable to be subbed at the 65th minute. I don't know. I'd be interested to hear Ryan's thoughts about Martinelli as a cash play, because if you spend up, he's the one that you would do it for. But I don't want to if he's going to leave for Leandro Trossard. But I'm also fading him against Leicester. So I'm just talking back and forth to myself. And um, it feels a little bit gross to say, uh, yes, just save $800 and play Dwight McNeil. But from a cash game point of view, he has a good set piece role. The matchup against Astonville is fine. And I mean... Everton played really well against Leeds. They probably deserve to win more than 1-0. Leeds not world beaters, but I'm ending up playing McNeil and Iwobi right now in my dummy lineup in cash, and I I don't really feel inclined to move from it. Yeah, um, I agree with you about Martinelli. Not going to do that. 8,400, you know, been getting subbed for Trossard, like you mentioned. Uh, Yeah, I think McNeil's probably the first guy in right? Taking most set pieces, playing 90 minutes, pretty good matchup, like you said. Um, but what about uh, no love for Jared Bowen, huh? He's unplayable at this point. He's unplayable? He's So Just, Declan Rice took five corners against Tottenham last weekend. I was shocked by this. And he's expensive and he doesn't take penalties. So maybe I shouldn't say unplayable, but I'd rather play Martinelli, wouldn't you? I would... Unplayable is extreme. Uh, that's what I'll say. Unplayable is extreme. At home against Nottingham Forest. I think he's a better play than Martinelli. Wow. I mean, I think he's splitting with look at I mean, look, Bowen goes 90 minutes every time. It's a good good matchup. And he's splitting sets. I mean, it just happened to be on the side where Declan was taking them. I mean, he's splitting with Declan. Bowen always splits with somebody. I don't honestly don't really think it's changed much. Maybe that last game. I don't know, unless something's new starting from last game. But I don't know. I just thought people would be would be looking at Bowen at, at 9K. I mean, I do like – I think it will be fine too. But, yeah, I know. I don't know. I think Bowen's in the conversation, especially if you play Declan Rice. Yeah. I, that's before, just a lot to pay. Go ahead. Yeah, before Jack's comments, I was going to say the question is, do you want to do Bowen and McNeil 
and then kind of fill in the, your lineup from there. Probably you have to, having to go down at, at one of your defender spots at least. Um, or do you want to do like maybe both a Wobie McNeil or whoever else we're going to talk well, about here? But yeah, I don't, I didn't know if it was the best option. Like I was looking at affording Bowen and I would have to play Declan Rice in, in the flex. Um, but I don't, I think Declan Rice is actually a pretty decent play for 3,700. The thing is, there's a lot of decent plays on this slate, or at least other decent plays. Maybe you just don't need to do that. But, um, you know, West Ham do have the second highest total at home against Forest. And I mean, I don't think, yeah, I don't know. I don't think those are bad plays, either guy. I mean, maybe that maybe it was too extreme, but I think I think Nine and Forest have been a little bit better, at least in their last six games. So if we scroll down and look at what they concede every single match, you know, they've been a leaky sieve all season. But I think they've tightened it up at least. They've won three of their last six games. And I don't think West Ham are very good. I mean, as a Tottenham fan, I don't think Tottenham are that good. And West Ham looked pretty bad against Tottenham. Again, that was a road match, and I shouldn't be comparing apples to oranges in this situation, but I think West Ham are a little bit overrated. Bowen doesn't really have that safe a floor, and his upside is a little bit limited, and you're paying 9000 for it. Um, you could spend up twice at defender and twice at midfield if you decide to play Alex Iwobi instead. So I think it's at yeah. least a discussion. So maybe I'll redact saying Jared. No, but, no but you're right. He says West Ham. I mean, West Ham are in 18th. They're terrible. They have 20 points from 23 games. I agree with you. They, they, I, I was surprised at how bad they looked against Spurs. Um, I don't know. Um, yeah, I not trying to play West Ham on this slate. Sorry, I just I, see question. Sorry, I see this <laughs> question, question from DFS Chan. Why has Arsenal been so bad lately? <laughs> I mean, I, I think that's. I don't necessarily agree with that. Sort of lost in the shuffle last week was the Arsenal Aston Villa match because it ended, you know, when we're making lineups before lock for, for the main slate. I mean, that was, that might've been the game of the season Four two Arsenal first goal from Zinchenko, you know, they went down twice Jorginho with that. Well, it wasn't a Jorginho goal bounced off of Emmy's face, which was kind of fitting. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't, I, I, you know, Arsenal, it's not smooth sailing for, for any team to win the league, especially a young team. I mean, they struggled against City, but, you know, that game was even for 70 minutes. I don't think they've been so bad lately, Shannon. Just a, just a lull. I mean, you're going to get that. I think I think for Bowen here, you know, Jack mentioned Nottingham Forest. I mean, you look at the last three matches for West Ham at Tottenham, home against Chelsea at Newcastle. You know, some of those teams, Tottenham, sure, Chelsea, sure, maybe not the most difficult. So we have those in there. But we look at West Ham's prior home matches we got the we got the brace from Bowen home against Everton we got a 15 point floor home against Brentford we got the 12 point floor home against Leicester and, and even then I mean he's still splitting he's still splitting set pieces in those matches and then I know maybe Nottingham Forest have been better but if you look at them away from home it's like 2-0 at Fulham 2-0 at Manchester United 1-1 against Bournemouth they lost 4-1 against Blackpool in the FA Cup um, so, I, I mean, you can look at some of their home results and they're definitely better at home, which, you know, everyone is. Um, so I think that does have to, you know, be taken into account. It's just like, do you want to pay if a 10 to 12 point floor is there for Bowen, is the nine K worth it? I guess that's, that's kind of what it comes down to. 
yeah, and there there are some like decent plays, especially in like the mid range at midfield. And um, I don't know, maybe I've been reaching too much for ceiling. So like I said, I I, I should I publicly apologize. You know, Bowen is Bowen is fine <laughs> for the reasons that my delightful co-hosts have outlined. But it's a game of trade offs, and if you look at lineups, you can do if you save twenty five hundred on Iwobi, you can get up to someone like Odegaard in your second midfield spot. And that feels really enticing against a Leicester city squad. And you can still play two good defenders and you can play a good goalkeeper as well. Yeah. Um, No, I agree. And I, you know, I hear about, I hear you about ceiling, but I'll just throw in that Bowen's goal scoring odds of plus plus one eighty five are actually, you know, close to the highest on the slate. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, the West Ham guys have better odds than the Arsenal guys and then leads. So, I mean, the ceiling is there for Bowen, too. Um, I know it hasn't looked that way this season with West Ham, but Bowen's a better player than his stats indicate this season, too. I mean, I, I just, in general, I think he's a bit underrated as as a player. But, yeah, I mean, West Ham are terrible. It's not like he's not a lock or anything by any means. I just think he's worth considering. Like, you know, if, mm-hmm. if there were no salaries, if everybody's salary was equal, I think I, I, I'd be playing Bowen. You know, salary wasn't a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you need him. No, I'm persuaded. That makes a lot of sense. So there, that, I got my inflammatory take out of the way right away. <laughs> Get us started. Otherwise, for cash games, there's not a ton. You have the the strikers there for West Ham. Whoever starts up front, there. I mean, they're sitting around the seven k range. Same with the Leicester guys. Uh, well, I mean, Ian Nacho seventy eight hundred. You're not going to do that. So it's either, you know, spend on these Everton guys, go with Bowen, or, I mean, what else are you going to do here? Uh, go all the way down and go with Onuachu at 4K against Leeds and, and hope he, you know, takes a few shots in 70 minutes or something kind of like that? I mean, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I wouldn't want to. Right. Is there any yeah, reason to do that? Because where are are you just spending all your money somewhere else? It's not like we yes, have somebody said defenders. They want- yeah, if somebody said they wanted to play all the expensive midfielders, Saka, Ward Prowse, somebody else, I don't know. I don't <laughs> right. I don't think that's the best construction, but you'd have to punt forward if you want to do that. Yeah, even though we don't have Manchester City on the slate, it kind of seems like everyone's gonna have the same two three two three forwards in cash games. Yeah, I would think so. I mean if you're not playing Bowen, you're playing the Everton guys and you're playing one Everton guy, no matter what, maybe two. Yeah. I I don't see any other options really. Yeah, I agree. And you'll always see some Martinelli just because of his past production as well in there. So those are probably the four most popular. I mean, from tournaments, um, I think there's the spend down options are fine. Gets you on different roster constructions, right? We get to tout Chris Wood again. And uh, Brendan Johnson's also pretty cheap at 5,200 road match to West Ham, but like I said, West Ham aren't very good, so why not? Go for it. I agree. I agree. I mean, who who do you th- – what's going to be the popular spot on the slate? Who's going to be the most popular? I think Bowen might be. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like, is Arsenal going to be popular? Uh, I think they should be, right? Are people going to play in Katia? Yeah, I don't know. Are people gonna? I guess are people gonna pay nine seven for Saka? Yes. Yeah, probably right. So. Probably should. Okay. I think Saka I is like. I don't. 
I don't want to make this comparison, but it just came to my head. He's like the KDB of this slate. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I agree. And I just, it'll be interesting to see. I, I always feel like they're a little less popular than I would think. I don't know on this slate, like away to Lester. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, he'll be popular, obviously very popular, but there's, there's like other options and good spots at home. Right. I mean, do you think Eddie and Kedia will be popular? So like, not Lester, really defense. I don't stats know. Are poor. Yeah. Okay. Like, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm bad at projecting the ownership, but I don't know. I think people will look at other spots as well. Like, I don't, I don't know. I feel like it'll be Bowen and Saka as the two most popular players. I because think it's not was, like we it's not well, like we have the defenders to spend up on. So people are going to have the money and they're going to be fine spending on the guys with the best floors and the best odds to score. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, okay. I mean, what about leads? Leads might be interesting for tournaments. Um, yeah, I don't know. Sort of just jumping around here. I'm just yeah. I saw Patrick Bamford at 6100. He played 90 minutes. So I mean. I mean, you have to feel fine about that if you want to go with that tournament option. Um, Ryan, what are your thoughts on new Leeds manager Javi Garcia? If you have any thoughts. (laughs) Yeah, I was hoping you'd have a few thoughts. I mean, he he did okay with Watford for a season. I mean, he kept Watford up a few years back. I remember he took them to like the FA Cup final. I don't really know anything about how he's going to try to play, though, with Leeds. I'm, I'm not really sure. I was going to look expect. up prior formations, but I didn't think it, it was going to be worth it. So No, I you didn't. know what? This is his first match, right? First match, on, is he going to be on the sideline? Yeah, he. I think today he was brought in or yesterday because he did the press conference this morning. So he's in there. So I mean, and look, I don't think Southampton is very good, you know? They, they played they, – sometimes they play okay, but – I don't mind playing some leads guys and managers for Javi Garcia's first game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is just like a slate where, you know, the Leicester City Arsenal match has the highest implied total, but you could really kind of go anywhere you want in terms of tournaments. It's not like it's not like West Ham are great. It's not like Leeds are great. It's not like any of these home teams are, are automatic to to lock down their, their opponents kind of a thing. So it's like, well, you could could really just look at any of these games and decide to you know make your move with any of them so yeah i agree uh with midfield though we mentioned saka saka's 9700 you got to think he's 70 80 percent um i mean just when you have the you compare it i mean i'm looking at his game log now i mean you look at his game log the game log watchers are gonna plug him in he's he's got to be at least 80 percent i'd say uh because i mean Sure, he's splitting splits. He's splitting sets with Martinelli, but Martinelli's going 60-70. So I just think that Saka is going to be in a lot of lineups. And what else are you going to do with your money? So I guess the question is do we kind of find money to play JWP at Leeds for 8,300? Or Jack mentioned Odegaard, 7,700 at Leicester. I mean, that's kind of the range. I'm not sure anyone actually stands out more than the others, but did you have anyone in mind, Jack, or? 
Yeah, based on what I was looking at, so if you're two forwards, if you play both of the Everton guys, then your midfield construction is like Sokka and then one of Ward-Prowse or Odegaard. And I really wasn't so sure. I mean, I, I think I was writing the article and I, I felt like maybe I'm overthinking this, but like James Ward-Prowse I want to play because, you know, Southampton aren't very good, but there's a lot of bad teams on this slate. Leeds aren't very good either. And I could imagine it's one of those days where Southampton get a bunch of corners. And that sort of case, then you're going to be asking yourself, why the heck didn't I play James Ward-Prowse against Leeds? So I think he could really have a really good floor in this spot. And at the same time, why don't I just play Odegaard? He might take some of the indirect free kicks. He's always in these nice central positions. His floor isn't quite so good. But I mean, if he gets a goal or assist, that also feels like an extremely, that feels quite likely to happen. Um, I think they're both really, really good options. And I think they make it worth considering spending you know in the for the Everton guys at forward um if you play Bowen and McNeil though who are you looking at for your second midfield spot in cash games that's another question um I don't know Ryan what do you think maybe we should start about Odegaard and Ward Prowse I mean what do you think about that situation it's really tough right I don't I don't think it's necessarily clear-cut um well about Odegaard and Saka they've they kind of split I mean, they basically take the same – Odegaard te- steps up and takes some corners too, at least recently. I just – I don't think you can count on like – Saka's never going to have a monopoly. And like yeah. even when Martinelli comes off, Trossard has been taking from that side. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I still think Saka's a lock, obviously. I mean, just look at his log. He does everything else besides take set pieces as well. Um, yeah, Ward-Prowse, I don't know, you know you – know, Ward Prowse has really cost me a lot of money this year. Like maybe more than anybody. Like I've, I just keep playing him. Not so much recently, but I I've been playing him all season and he just doesn't really do it except the times when I don't play him. I know like none of that matters, but him and Southampton have just been so inconsistent that, you know, I, I always want to play the guy from Arsenal over Ward Prowse. I mean, especially for cheaper, but I don't know, you know, where Prowse goes 90 for sure. Odegaard, probably not, you know. I mean, he has been, I know, but I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't try to project minutes, but I just know Vieira's there. There's talk of, like, Vieira getting a start here and there. It's just not for sure, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really have an answer, on, unfortunately, Jack. I think you can go with either one. I mean, what, like, but, so my construction with Bowen, I guess, to the other thing you asked, like, didn't even have one of those guys. Um do you use Douglas maybe, Ruiz instead? Maybe that's wrong, but I mean, no. To no, be honest, I think, I, like, who, hold on. Who, who do we got taking set pieces for leads? Um, it might be Jack Harrison. He's at sixty-one hundred. That's a seventy-one, I think. So, like, a Harrison Good. monopoly, a Harrison monopoly at home against Southampton. That seems okay to me. Um, hmm. like, I, I would I'm say. Not saying, so go ahead. I kind of. I should have mentioned this when the start. I'd actually rather play Gibbs White over Ward Prowse. Gibbs White is Man, 6, I was about to get there. But go ahead. Yeah, I mean, why are, do we need to pay the extra 2100 for Ward Prowse away uh when I mean Gibbs White is kind of is kind of I don't know the same guy, but almost all the set pieces, you know he's going 90. His floor is pretty similar to Ward Prowse's. I mean, he's not going to get the goal from He's not going to get the goal from uh, a set piece that Ward Prowse always seems to do, but 
I just don't think the extra 2100 is really worth it when, you know, Gibbs White is sitting down there and it's not like that much of a different matchup either. At, at West Ham, at Leeds, these teams are kind of right next to each other in the table. Oh, so. you're right, Adam. Like, that's absolutely right. I probably I should have considered that. I almost feel silly that I hadn't that I hadn't considered it when I was just studying the slate. That makes so much sense. I mean, like all four of those teams, West Ham, Nine and Force, Leeds and Southampton stink and Gibbs White <laughs> is a little bit better like in open play than Ward Prowse. So right. especially if Ward Prowse is in uh, one of the if they play a 4-4-2 or something similar, I forgot how they lined up last week. But if he just lines up as a generic central midfielder, I mean Gibbs White is going to be forward. He's more likely to score a goal and you do save on salary as well. I think that's yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I really am going to spend up for Bowen in cash games, I think. When when you can do that, yeah. I agree. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was going to bring up Bowen, or sorry, Gibbs White as well. I mean, you know, he had a tough matchup against City last week. But if you look, I mean, he was 8,400, 9,400, 8,200, 8,400, and putting up big floor games in all these spots with 90 minutes. And like you mentioned, more open play upside than JWP. So like 6,200 is almost like a little bit of a discount. So, yeah, I think it's fine if, if I think Gibbs White is fine. Um, that's, I mean, there's no reason kind of similar to forward. There's no reason to spend down in cash games in the midfield. Um, I don't think, unless I guess what if you go Bowen McNeil and Saka, maybe you have to go down a little bit, but you can still fit Gibbs white in that lineup. You just got to go a little bit down at defender. I mean, this, do you want to play anyone else? Would you want to play anyone else in cash games? Uh, Jack mentioned Douglas Louise at at fifty one hundred, I guess, at, at Everton. There, um, he mentioned uh, Declan Rice earlier, thirty seven hundred. If he's going to have you know some corners, then then why not home against Nottingham Forest? So I guess if you have to spend down, maybe Declan Rice. Uh, but if if you're having to spend down to Declan Declan Rice, then I'm not sure what the rest of your lineup looks like. I guess. In a second midfield spot, you're saying? Yeah. I so guess that would be like a utility move, and you're spending up at, at two defenders? Yeah. I, I'm using Declan Rice as a utility right now, but I wouldn't want to. I, I definitely agree of the guys priced 6000 and above. I think it's easy to play them, and a lot of them are very good plays. And we just talked about how a lot of them, you know, there's mixed cases, but they have a lot of upside. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't spend down. I wouldn't use a midfield spot to spend down. I mean, the defender options, some of them are all right. I want to play some of them, but they're not musts. So I don't know if they make that worth it. Um, yeah, Declan is by far the best cheap play. I mean, he should be at least 4,500, probably even a little more if he's going to split corners. What um, if? Just at home against Forrest. So, I mean, I, I have Declan in the flex. Yeah, that's me too. Are you intrigued at all if Ryan Yates starts coming back from an illness at 3K? I mean, I, I'm just not going to play anyone over Declan in cash games. He's just <laughs> okay. There's just he's just a little bit too good of value. Should we mention John Joe Shelby? He started last week. <laughs> I mean, you for tournaments, did. yeah. <laughs> 
right, I'm joking around too can much. I, can I give two cheap options for tournaments? Jacob of Ramsey. Rights? We know you're going to say Jacob Yeah, Ramsey. I'm a glutton for punishment, and I'm going to tout Jacob Ramsey at 3,300. I mean, the minutes have been frustrating. I need to take a bit more look at his game log, but I don't know. I still think that the upside case is there, especially if Declan Rice is chalky and all the other corners in the West Ham game go to Bowen's side. Like, that could definitely... That could definitely happen. And um, you have in our projected 11s, Mohamed El-Yunusi starting at 3,400. And I just keep going back to the well for these two guys. And the price is right, so it makes some sense. Maybe it's just better to play Declan Rice and take the four, but I think it's worth considering those two as pivots if you're going to be playing other chalky players in other spots of your lineup. Yeah, I agree with all those guys. Um it's hard guys... for me specifically. Just, I think I probably, I probably give Declan Rice more upside than the field. So like I, I, I I'd be even fine with him in tournaments. Um, right. I was gonna ask, like, do you how popular would he be in tournaments as you know possible set pieces at thirty seven hundred, even as like utility guy would? I mean, I mean, I'm still hoping not very. Like, it's not like he's a great play. I mean, mm. I just know that I, I don't know. I like him. I know I like him. I don't know how other people feel. It feels like a guy that people like never want to play. You don't really want to play Declan Rice. Um, you know, no upside or at least. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I guess. No, I, I know I what know. you what mean. Do you, what do you some, think? And sometimes like to kind of go off of that point, you know, maybe he's just not going to be as popular as he should be in tournaments. I've been very guilty in many spots of outsmarting myself off of, you know, like a quote cash play like Declan Rice, who projects well and be like, well, he's going to be popular in cash games, so he's going to be popular in the tournaments I enter. And that's often just not the case. Like, it could be, like, maybe 20% Declan Rice. I'd be completely fine with that because he has a really good floor, and he rips shots sometimes from distance as well. I've played him in tournaments at when he's cheap and he made everything fit because he does, you know, take shots. So, yep. that's he a does, really yeah, good he point. Does, he does have a few more goals in him than people think. Um, yeah, he yeah. He can score in a variety of ways, actually. I know, obviously, he's not going to ever score a ton of goals. But, yeah, you know, in a matchup where they're favorites at home. And Declan's just so good. Declan's just so good. I really hope Arsenal sign him. You know, me and Luis and Jack were talking about Fetty Valverde. Well, Declan's sort of similar in that he's just bigger, stronger, faster, and more fit than everyone. So, like, you watch him just dominate games in the second half. I don't know, just not to go off on a tangent, but he would play with he he was he was playing with Mason Mount, Reese James, Phil Foden, those guys coming up in England. And you look at pictures of them, and Declan is like twice as big as all the other kids. And you hear like Foden and Mount and those guys talk about Declan back then. He was just like way better than everybody. And he, he that's like the way he still plays now. I know he's like a defensive midfielder, but bring Declan to a good team. Well, what does it matter if he's bigger than everyone else five years ago, though? Everyone else, no, grew, I'm just, everyone else right, grew out. Right, right, right. I mean, he still is, though. He still is bigger, stronger, yeah, faster okay. than, than most than most of the players. I'm just, I'm just. I mean, Declan's always been like that guy. Okay, we'll uh, we'll talk a little more tournaments. Uh, I was, we can go to defender. I don't think this is, I don't know, exciting slate for defender here. I mean, we have Zinchenko as the most popular defender, most expensive defender at 6,100. And do we want to pay that? Probably not. Uh, otherwise, the next, the next expected starter, uh, 
maybe uh, it's Alex Moreno there at 5,300. Sioux Falls at 5,100. Emerson of West Ham is at 4,900. Uh, Dina is, is always there at 4,900 as well. I mean, what's the what's the play here? Do we try and I – mean, I think this was last week where it was like there's no reason to spend on defenders. And then I think both of you guys had Koulibaly in your cash game lineups. That, you know, that backfired. Uh, uh, wanna, I don't want to talk about that. don't want to bring that up there. But I think, Jordan, subject. I think Jordan had that as well. So do are we going to be comfortable with going to center back here? Or is there a reason to play any of these defenders? Uh, do you have any thoughts here, Jack? Um, I think it's fine to play a center back in your second defender spot. I like notice a guy like Saliba is 2,900 playing for a favored arsenal. Uh, that That's like, if you get good plays in other spots, I have a tough time frowning upon something like that. So I think that's fine. I don't want to punt twice at center back. I mean, partially I learned my lesson last weekend, you know, Ryan and I both did. We got a little lucky. One of our center backs, uh, the new the new Chelsea signing, I forget his name, and he actually like kind of got a floor randomly. We could have really gotten smoked if we didn't do that, and um, we fortunately avoided that. I like Vladimir Sufal, especially if he plays as a wing back. He's had a couple of pretty strong performances, and I mean, I think he has an eight point floor in him. So just give me that, and uh, I'd like to maybe try to get up to Reen and Lodi at four thousand. Um, if I can, and that was one of the reasons I was playing Iwobi and second forward was to do that, but there's no reason to prioritize that, you know, Saliba, maybe you get a few tackles, one, a few interceptions and, you know, 35% shot at a clean sheet. That seems fine. I think West Ham have better clean sheet odds and they have nearby center backs as well. So I don't know, Ryan, what do you think about defender position? Yeah, I mostly agree with you. I think Sufal, he's definitely one of the best spend ups, not like a, not necessary, obviously, for cash. Um, I actually think the first cash, de- the first defender in my lineup might be Ben White. Chris- no, might be Christensen for for forty five hundred for you like Christensen Lester. I do, and I mean he split sets again last game with Madison. Um, he had a decent yeah. game against at at, at United, um, and he he's gonna split corners. So, like, I know they're the biggest underdog, but I don't think it's that bad of a spot, and especially if they're losing to Arsenal. So, I kind of like Christensen. Yeah. Um, After that, I mean, so I kind of laughed at Junior Furpo last week, but now that he's coming off a career game, career (laughs) seven-point game, and, you know, he's 3,600 at home to Southampton, it's not the worst. I, I don't I, I think that's fine if somebody would want to do that. Um, but yeah, I mean defender's pretty weak on this slate. Yeah, Furpo got the start again. It's still unclear who the preferred option is there because uh, Strike's been out with a concussion. He he wasn't back last week as expected. Um, but he I mean he's down there at twenty eight hundred. He's at the Furpo pricing, so he could start as well. Uh, so that's just another guy who is cheap. I think so. If you go, if you go Bowen, you probably have to spend down at a, at a defender mm-hmm. spot. But if you don't go Bowen, I mean, I, this is maybe not the cash move, but like you can't build a lineup with Sufal, Emerson, and Fabianski. Um, I mean, I know Emerson is a sub risk, but if if West Ham are going with their 
with their wing backs home against Nottingham Forest, you got to think that a 10 point floor is in play for both of their wing backs in this spot. And it's not like they're six K or anything. So that is something I, I was, I was looking at when I first put, put in a lineup there. I mean, look, just in general, pricing is kind of soft. Yeah. yeah. Like for me, even though the defenders aren't great, but if I'm going to play Declan Rice, I'm probably not going to play a center back. Just, you know, you, you don't really need to. Um, I don't know. That's that's what I'm seeing. Like if I, I, I don't think it's necessary to punt two spots. But, yeah, if you're not going to play Declan, then I think playing a center back's fine. But I don't really want to. You don't need to. Pricing soft if you're not – I don't know. If you don't play JWP, for example, I don't know. Yeah, you don't need to. Like, you can easily fit in Lodi and Christensen in both your defender spots, which I have a impression Ryan might be doing. I mean, you can play Ben White at thirty nine hundred. I've I've disrespected Ben White, but he's put to get, he's put up a couple of good performances recently at that right back position. So mm-hmm. that seems fine too. Yeah, I like think- there's no must have options, but the pricing is soft at the same time. So it kind of feels like you mean I can't find that extra six hundred dollars to you know, get up to Lodi in cash games or something like that. I feel like I definitely could. So that's a good point. Yeah, it just seems like all of these guys are are fine, at least in terms of fullbacks, in terms of wingbacks. You could really look at any of them because, as we said earlier, none of these matchups are, you know, smash spots where one team's one team's fullbacks aren't going to, you know, be able to get, the, get up the field or something at all. Like Perau, Romain Perau is still in there all the other guys were, were mentioning, it just seems like all of these guys are kind of, you know, at least playable, not, not to, not Bowen unplayable levels as Jack would say, but <laughs> <laughs> ah, I'm going to rue that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I, I'm not going to be playing center backs. Um, I'm, you know, I'm fully on the, uh, the Ryan Belongi train of, of if you can get a possible 10 point floor from your defender, and it doesn't ruin the rest of your lineup, then you should do it. So uh, that's yeah. that's kind of what um my what I'm going to be doing on the slate, at least. Yeah, I think yeah. Well, I think it just in general, that's the best strategy. Like I like you usually think, just in general, like I usually figure you can give me a few thousand dollars less, and I can make like just as good of a lineup. So like, why not play the absolute best plays at defender? That's how I normally think. Um, this slate though, like, like when the defenders are worse in general, yeah, I don't mind playing center back in tournaments, you know, I'll definitely pair my keeper with the center back. You know, these are the types of slates, especially in tournaments where you can go for a goal from the center back. There might not be that many big scores and the, the big scores might come from guys who aren't even that popular. So yeah, you, you can take chances in tournaments. Sure. I do have one exception here. So I don't know if you guys have seen the numbers for James Tarkowski, but I believe I believe he has nine uh, box touches in the box, nine over the last three matches. He leads Everton in touches in the box under Sean Deitch over the last three matches. Is this oh. the part of the show where I start yelling at you and I say, James Tarkowski, play you know whoever what? you want. <laughs> 3,600, five shots in those last three games, two of them on target, shot assisted. Um, you know, ha- how many times have we seen Tyrone Mings lose a mark and the other team just get a goal off that? Um, you don't have I mean, to sell me. I'm, I'm, I mean, almost can't believe it. I, I'm already planning on playing 
from Tarkovsky. <laughs> Not even kidding. He was in my lineup I was looking at because, I mean, I'm reversing another position here. I'm going to have some Jordan Pickford. Um, he, you know, what it is is now he's Sean Deitch's goalkeeper. So I can I can roster that. I couldn't just roster him when he was Jordan Pickford, but I can roster, roster him when, you know, he's playing for a coach like Deitch at home, you know, in a good matchup. I do have – so one question off that. I don't know. No one's going to probably have an answer for it. So for some reason – under Unai Emery, Aston Villa are uh, – they must be playing differently away from home because it seems like they're bad in a lot of their home matches, but when you least expect it, they they actually look good away from home. And I was looking at the results. You know, they, they won at Brighton before the, before the World Cup. They won at Tottenham early January. Uh, they won at Southampton. And then the other away match was at Manchester City. So, I mean, you can't put too much into that. But I just found it interesting that it seems like I don't know if Aston Villa are nervous about playing at home, but for some reason under Emery, they've just been a better team away. Emery's, so, a, Emery's a weird manager, just in general. I know he's a manager that changes his style game by game sometimes mm-hmm. and, tr- and com- comes up, tries to come up with different game plans for different games. And, you know, at Arsenal, and at the top teams, you don't really want that. You know, look at Pep and Arteta and Ten Hag and those guys. You, you want to play a system, or at least that's what people didn't like when Emery was at a t- top clubs like PSG. But anyways, yeah, Villa, I mean, I know he's really good when he sets them up on the counterattack, and Villa can do well against big teams. We've seen it already. Villa against Arsenal, I know they didn't win, but they've beaten some other big teams. You to answer your question, I don't know. They're like they're a team that they're tough to figure out. You like think they should play well in spots like you mentioned, and then they don't. And then you're off them in other spots and they do play well. I think that's just typical of Unai Emery teams. Yeah. It's just, it's one thing I've noticed just on, in terms of betting and not even DFS, just betting on, on their matches. It's almost like, well, I don't know if I want to touch their games because you just don't know how they're going to look because it, a lot of how they play is just based off opponent. And you it's also, yeah, no, you're exactly right. It's also what people criticize Graham Potter for he, a guy that switches it up, different formations, different styles. And like, it's tough to have that work all the time. It's yeah, no, that, that, that's a good point. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, Jack, clock is winding down here. We got to get to goalkeeper. You, I'll give oh, you a minute to talk about goalkeeper. What do you got for us? Um, just one last note about defender. This probably won't <laughs> happen, but I have a I have a sticky note on Ricardo Pereira. He's 2,700. He might start for Leicester one of these days, so uh, just be on the lookout. One of these days. One of these days. Anyways, um, you, uh, you heard it here first. All right. I, I will say if he starts, he, he will go like 60 minutes. That's... I'll just warn people because he's off yeah. a ruptured Achilles. So, yeah, yeah. Um, for goalkeeper, um, you know, Lucas Fabianski has the best clean sheet odds on the slate, and pricing is soft, so you can play him. There's your goalkeeper take. There Pretty much. Go. I mean, I'll play play any keeper. I mean, look at these totals. You could literally the only goalkeeper that I wouldn't be surprised that I would be surprised kept a clean sheet was, it would be Danny Ward. So same, all seven, same. Play. just who cares? Yep. Agreed. Hard hitting analysis here. That's FSWA winning analysis. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, look, you have, t- you have teams as bad as bottom teams, West Ham and Leeds as like big home favorites and in Everton. I mean, yeah. So what do we think is going to happen in these matches? I mean, we see this 2.46 implied goal total for the Everton-Aston Villa match, and it just seems like the, the Sean Dyche effect is already in here. It's already – this is a Burnley total right here. This is a Burnley implied total under 2.5. I mean, Aston Villa's games have had a lot of goals lately. I know, you know, they played Arsenal. They played Manchester City. It's a little different situation, but, I mean, we are just talking about Emery and how he changes tactics, and it seems like – they actually have more success on the road. They're scoring in pretty much all their away matches, including at Manchester City. So uh, I don't know what I'm trying to get at here, but I mean, that implied total is 2.46. So it's almost like everyone's going to be looking at Arsenal, Leicester, probably West Ham, and then every other every other team is kind of in play for tournaments. That's kind of what it seems like, unless does anything stand out to you, Jack? Um in terms of matchups, in terms of a team here? Yeah, I mean, especially if West Ham are going to be popular, I feel like I'd rather just play Arsenal. I don't really buy that West Ham will be that popular, so that'll be interesting. But if you told me that like both of those games would see like a high roster ship, I mean, I'm fine just targeting Leeds and Southampton players. That Those teams stink, and that game could allow goals. It could just as easily be one of these like really cagey relegation six-pointers, but... I don't know. There's good players on both those sides. We mentioned a bunch of them, like, you know, Jack Harrison, if he takes a bunch of set pieces. I always play Romain Perrault in tournaments because I feel like he takes shots on goal. So um, if you want to, if you want probably a, that one's more likely to be overlooked. So, you know, rostering some pieces from that game, I'm not scared of the total. Does anything stand out to you, Ryan, in terms of a team you want to attack or are you kind of looking, kind of looking a little bit of everywhere? Um, well, I'm going to play some Arsenal and might just stack that game a little bit too. I, I don't mind playing Leicester. I mean, they've, they've been, they, they were shut out by United last game, but other than that, they've been scoring goals. 
They should have scored Spurs, to be to be honest. Oregon, I mean, Villa. oh yeah, they should have. Yeah, um, Barnes should have for sure. But yeah, ten goals in the three games before that. Um, I mean, that game obviously you can tell by the total, but it's just the most likely to be back and forth. I mean, especially if Leicester were to get a goal. I mean, look at how that Arsenal Villa game was last week. Um, but yeah, and I, I think Leicester can score on Arsenal. And I don't think people really play these Leicester guys. Um, yeah, do we think Madison's going to be popular at 8,800? No, I don't really think Madison's expensive. No, but he's not even really – I probably wouldn't really go to Madison either. I'm more likely Tete. to play like a Tete or Barnes. Cheaper goal. Yeah. Um, other than that, like you mentioned, all eight spots you could target – you know, sometimes there are spots that I just like to cross off, um, but I don't know. I, I, like, I would even play some Nottingham Forest. Jack mentioned the They're forwards so cheap. are cheap. Yeah, Gibbs White is cheap. Um, so I don't mind stacking that game either. Like, if you're going to play Bowen, I might play some Bowen. And, I, you know, I, it wouldn't be a West Ham podcast if I didn't mention my guy, Ben Rama. I don't, you never know if he's going to start or not, but it's another chance for me to play him. So maybe I'd play Ben Rama in – and Gibbs White. Um, and I like Leeds. Leeds just, you know, I could you could sell me on Javi Garcia's first game at home. You know, maybe Leeds come out flying. It's a good matchup against Southampton. So, like, yeah, nothing crazy. I'm looking at Arsenal, Leeds, maybe Arsenal-Leicester stack, maybe West Ham, Forest stack. But, I mean, like you said, I mean, you can target any of these spots. I just, without being able to, I can't, I don't know how to judge ownership. I just don't think anyone's going to be crazy popular well it's insane ownership like in champions league medi Taremi was 30 percent, and he was like expensive and the biggest underdog so i'm kind of resigning myself not to make too many yeah big and now like almost sort of ownership i don't know it seems it matters a little bit less when the there's dual position eligibility um Jack, before yeah. you go, do you have do you have any favorites that stand out? What do you who do you think is going to win the the KOTP ticket here? Um, I think you're going to get second place to user Archichi eleven. So <laughs> <run it back. laughs> Lock that one in. Um, any favorites? You kind of sold me on Morgan Gibbs White, Adam. I don't really care for West Ham, and maybe that's because I'm a Spurs fan. But they're also just a bad team, so I'm. I'll probably be firing off some Nottingham Forest players in a lot of my lineups. And like Ryan said, some of these Leicester guys seem like solid plays. I think Matias Tete is a good play. Christensen has been a good play lately. And maybe it's just a spot where just target the most back and forth matchup, especially if people are going to be distracted by other things. Yeah, it seems like all the, the Leicester guys are going to be, you know, 10%, sub 10%, maybe not Madison, maybe it'll be a little higher, 15%. But I mean, We've seen Arsenal in recent games just give up goals and they're away from home. Um, so, you know, why couldn't this be another 4-2 match in this spot? Why couldn't, you know, both these teams get two goals kind of a thing? So, and if you're getting, you know, the goals from Leicester, goals assist from Leicester, then uh, that's that's one one step closer there. We're getting this. It seems like it's a spam comment, but someone's asking to rate their team and it includes – uh, Hugo Bueno in Holland. I, I don't know what that's for exactly. Probably but... FPL. Well, it's already locked, so sorry. 
Um, <laughs> okay. Oh. I actually, um, I actually a, did my FPL transfers today. My friends make fun of me. A plus lineup, A plus lineup, right there. Yeah, double game week. Did a good job. <laughs> um, I guess do we do we have anything else here? I'm still, I still have to figure out what I'm going to do in tournaments. Uh, we, I'll, I'll run through this quickly here. Just a fade, Jared Bowen. Easy game. Fade Jared Bowen. Do we want to fade Saka? Is there any reason to fade Saka? When it's not like, what else are you going to do with your money? Maybe outside of Madison and, and JWP or something. Do you want to fade Saka, Ryan? Um, I don't think he's a lock. I okay. mean, um, I, yeah, I'd be fine with fading him. I don't necessarily want to. Like in my high stakes or if I was playing one single single entry or something, I'd be playing Saka. But I think he's fine to fade. I think Bowen also – if. These guys are going to be the two highest owned guys. I think they're perfectly fine to fade. Are you um, going to have like Odegaard and Katia lineups? Well, yeah, I was going to. Yeah, I was going to. Yeah, that's a good point. If I if you're fading Saka, you probably want another Arsenal guy. You don't have to, but yeah. like the, the the most likely path to Saka busting is in is a first half goal from someone besides him. Actually, um, while we're at it, one more Arsenal question here is. Is Chaka playing more defensive with Jorginho than he was under with uh, Thomas Party? Mm, it's tough, tough to say. That's a good question. So I was just looking at his numbers, and they just aren't as good as they were prior to Jorginho going to the lineup. So that's just kind of what I'm asking about. So I know yeah, you're watching the games. I, no, yeah, I think that's a good point. I think just in general, there's a huge difference physically between Thomas Party and Jorginho. So like, Jaka is gonna have to help more things that Party can just take care of on, on his own. Uh, th- that would be my thought. That yeah, Jaka is gonna have to help a little more holding and defense defensive stuff. Yeah. Uh, do we get do we got anything else here, Jack? What what do you got? What do I got? I think I've delivered plenty of hot takes. What's your hot take? Well, I think Jordan was well, – he, he'll probably mention all three Everton midfielders. He did that last week, so I'll have to mention Onana, Gay, and Decore. He mentioned all those guys, so I'll say that. I mentioned uh, Douglas jo- Luiz for him. So Okay, jo- Douglas Luiz. Um, Jordan's – I think Jordan would – I think his route is going to be going with Leeds. He'll, he'll look at – maybe he'll look at uh, Bamford and Nantu. Um, and try to get, uh, you know, a couple goals from Leeds against Southampton, something like that. Maybe get, I don't know, maybe a cheap Onuachu goal or something like that. Liam maybe Cooper. he'll plug in JWP there. I think that's the, I think that's the game he'll attack, but I could be wrong. <laughs> I'm just guessing here. Um, yeah, Ryan, anything I think, yeah, else? No, I was going to mention Nanto. I think he's a good lower-owned you know, people are going to play him, obviously, but lower owned than some of the other guys that are that it's still in a good spot, like a home favorite. And look, he's right next to Ben Rama, who will be a lower owned of West Ham, who will still be popular. So, I mean, I'm looking for guys that can score 25 points and both those guys can do it. So, again, I know I, I always mention stuff like this, but I like both those guys. I'll put not to win a lineup and Ben Rama's the same price. So, yeah, it I just like, seems like. like- it seems like Saka and maybe some of those Arsenal guys are going to be popular. Bowen's going to be popular. And then everyone else is kind of like in this mid range where they're not that popular. 
uh, because all these guys you could see just doing well and no one is really it's just a weird four game slate where like i mean we didn't even mention ali watkins uh, yet bro i was right i mean literally right right about to he's probably going to be the lowest own guy right Eight, because he's 8600 so mm-hmm. like yeah I, I was just thinking that ali watkins is like an ownership play on this slate yeah um, we'll see who starts for West Ham, Ings, Skamaka, Antonio, but just be warned that whoever starts is probably going to go 60, 70 minutes max because they have these three guys that, that swap in for each other. So, uh, that's, you know, that's always the worry, but now that they're all healthy, uh, that's even a bigger worry. So I think that's all we got. You guys have anything else here for this? Um, no, sorry. I, um, no, I mean, we could keep talking about everything. The Southampton forwards are pretty cheap. I just see they have some guys out too, Adams out, Orsic out. So both of their, whoever plays forward for them, you can look for a cheap goal there in tournaments. That game, I think Jack did mention that game. You did too. That game is a sneaky stack as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, all these are sneaky stacks. Sneaky stacks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> obviously it's it's weird to talk about. You can talk about any of these games as the one you want to target. Just right. uh, Make sure it makes sense. Mm-hmm. And the Arsenal side will probably be most popular. But rotowire.com slash soccer trial free 48-hour trial to get this cheat sheet to get all of the stats at Rotowire. And once you're subscribed, rotowire.com slash chat to get into our Discord. We have, I have not mentioned yet, but MLS Major League Soccer starts tomorrow. And I actually have not looked at what DraftKings is offering us but um oh it's up it's we got a it's oh it's not much it's, a, it's guess, like a yeah the, it's not very big it's like standard. oh no yeah seven game slate with a 73 person GPP. what the they gotta add something else to this this is the first mls slate of the season it's seven games they have to add more there's got to be more than this all right we'll see we'll oh, see wow. um Maybe come June we'll have some MLS content, but for now uh, there will not be unless you know Jack or Ryan wants to step in there. But <laughs> thanks, Jack, for for joining us on quick notice. Um, if you me. if you want to get Jordan's impressions on the slate, just tweet him at Blender HD. He'll be glad to answer any lineup questions for you. Uh, you can find Jack ask at him one v ones. Yes, ask him one v ones. Ask him what goalkeeper to play. He will love that. I'm sure he'll respond as well. Uh, Jack is at Jack Burkhart. Ryan is at Ryan Belangi. I am at Roto Zadroik. You can follow Rotowire Soccer at Rotowire Soccer. Good luck on the slate. See you in the Discord. And we got a couple more King of the Pitch tickets going this weekend. So maybe we can get some more Rotowire KOTP tickets uh, to someone here. One of the subscribers. Thanks for watching. Thank you, guys. We'll see everyone next week. Good luck.